Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So just uh, let's let's just give praise um, right now. So we've been praying. I've been praying for a, for a, an opening by Pentecost here in Rhode Island, and it's something that was on my heart. And I actually wound up getting uh, gathering a few pastors to pray with me about that. And and here we are. We have uh, the governor of Rhode Island, and and God is the one who controls. All the government leaders, I, I so believe that. Every gov government leader is appointed by God, and, and I receive it that way. And God moves their hearts whichever way he wants to go, whether it's for our correction or whether it's for a blessing. And he, wouldn't you know it, he moved, he moved uh, Governor Gina's heart to open the churches um, by Pentecost, which is uh, the day before on Saturday uh, the 30th. And now we have Donald Trump making an announcement. He wants to see churches open. So I receive that as an answered prayer. So if we can just praise the Lord for that, um, that, that he is the one who hears and answers prayers. So thank you, Adonai. I, I also, however, learned that I need to be very specific with God because he wound up opening the churches for the Christian Pentecost, but not yet for the Jewish Shavuot which is a couple of days before. So that's why we are, um, we are, um, meet, we're meeting on Thursday night, this coming Thursday night, which is uh, 50 days after Passover. That's how it works in the Torah. Um, so anyway, anyway, I'm just very, very grateful. And I think it's going to be a special time, even though it's only going to be five people at a time within the building, but we'll have a good time. We'll get to see each other and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a blessing. Uh, so here we are. Uh, we are a few days now before Shavuot. And, and for those who are new to Mishkan David or, or new to Messianic Judaism, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but we, from a Christian background, we know what Pentecost is. We know it's when this Holy Spirit was poured out on the disciples in the upper room. Um, that's the day of Pentecost. But the day of Pentecost is actually a Jewish biblical holiday. It's the uh, Feast of Weeks. It takes place 50 days after Passover. Uh, in the Greek translations, that even predates Jesus, predates the New Testament. In the Greek translations, that holiday of Shavuot was called Pentecost, Pentecost, whatever the Greek word is for that. So when it says in Acts 2, the day of Pentecost came, the, the Jewish people at the time knew exactly what that meant. It was a holiday. It's the same thing. So what is Shavuot? Well, Shavuot, the Jewish holiday, the biblical holiday of Shavuot, commemorates the giving of the Torah on Mount Sinai when God spoke from the mountaintop and gave the words of, of the Ten Commandments uh, to the people. So he gave the Torah from heaven on, on Mount Sinai at Shavuot. And on the same day, on Pentecost, which is the same day, he poured out his spirit. There's a lot of similarities between those holidays. Both days, you see an assembly of the people. Uh, for Shavuot, which was around Sinai before he was going to give the Ten Commandments, we have an assembly of the people. He called the people to assemble. And they received the revelation from heaven. And then 50 days after Passover in the time of Yeshua, the people were called to assemble again. They assembled in the upper room. We have 12 tribes that assembled it at at Shavuot, all of Israel, all 12 tribes, we see 120 people assembling in the upper room, which I believe is the fullness of the 12 tribes. You know, numerology in the Bible is very, very spiritual. It doesn't always have to be very literal. You know what I mean? Like when Yeshua said you forgive people 70 times seven, that's spiritual. He wasn't saying you need to forgive people 490 times. And then with 491, you don't have to forgive. You know, it's a spiritual thing. And when we see 12 times 10, that to me means the 
fullness of Israel, the fullness, it's not a literal, the fullness of the people were there in the upper room. So just as they assembled uh, to receive the revelation of the Torah, they assembled uh, to receive the Holy Spirit. And both times, and this is the real connection between both times, the voice of God was heard. We see that it's at Shavuot around Sinai. The voice of God was heard from heaven. But at, at Pentecost, the voice of God was heard through you, through the people, through the believers. It's all about hearing the voice of God. At Sinai, it was from heaven and it scared the people. At Pentecost, it was through the people and it didn't scare the people or kill the people, but it saved the people. 3,000 were saved on that day while 3,000 were killed after the Shavuot experience at the, the Sinai experience. So we see even a transition from the impersonal God who yells from heaven to the personal God who wants to speak, who wants to operate through his people. So here we are. We are a few days before Shavuot. And it's so important to understand what's happening in spirit today. What's imp it's important to understand what's happening in the rhythm, in the cycle of heaven, because God's calendar, the, the calendar of God, which goes from, it starts at, at the beginning of, of, of spring, a Nissan one, it goes all the way around and it has holidays and appointed times all throughout. And then it repeats year after year after year. Those days intersect in spirit, those days intersect, which means that the day of Passover, when the children of Israel celebrated it in Egypt, that was the same day that Yeshua, the Lamb of God, was, 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 was crucified. So the day the Passover Lamb was, was killed in Egypt is the same day that the Passover Lamb, Yeshua, was on the cross. And from God's perspective, it's literally the same day. Like, picture one year on God's calendar as like a circle, a circle. And then the next year is another circle on top of that. And the next year is another circle on top of that and on top of that. And it's all facing heaven. So from God's perspective, looking down, all of those days intersect. So what is happening today? What is happening today on God's calendar? Today, the people of God are assembling. Today, God is calling the people to assemble today, uh, you know, forty something days after 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 Yeshua's uh, death, the people are assembling. They're being called to assemble in the upper room. Back at at Shavuot at Sinai, people are being called to assemble around the mountain, getting ready to receive the orders from the captain, the orders from the general. What is happening today in spirit? God is calling his people to assemble, to receive the instruction from heaven. That is what is happening today on the calendar in spirit. Soldier, are you ready to receive the, the word? Are you ready to receive the instruction, the assignment, the mission from heaven? He's calling his army together today to assemble, to come in formation and hear the order from the captain of the Lord of hosts. That is what is happening today in spirit. So what is the Torah portion that we're dealing with today, which is numbers one through four? Uh, it's, you know, the Torah portion today is actually a, a really boring Torah portion. If you read it out 
of context. If you read it out of context of what is happening in spirit, what is spirit saying today? What is happening on the calendar of God today? And what is how is heaven integrating with what is happening today? And what is heaven speaking through the day that's on the calendar? If you miss that, it's really a boring, really boring Torah portion. Because what, what, what do we see? We see a lot of names. We see a lot of numbers. We see and this, this man, son of this, from the tribe of this, and they're stationed over here. And we have 60,542 people that are over here on the, on the east side of the tabernacle. And then we have to name all the people. And then we have this from the tribe of Zebulun, and his son is this, and he's named this, and this person, son of this person. And there's 500,000, you know, not 500,000, we have 50,000 people from this tribe, 50,422 and 32 and, and Point thirty-two. It's on this side of the tabernacle, and then you got the Levites, and they, they have this function, and and they're doing this, and they got to be on the north side of the tabernacle, and that's this person, son of this person, son of this person, son of this person, and you have, you know, twenty-three thousand eight hundred and sixty-two people from that tribe, and, and it's like miss total Yonsville. You don't know what's, you don't understand the mystery of this when you just read it out of context. It's it's very very easy to ignore. But really, in context, it has incredible meaning because when you realize that in spirit, the people are assembling, God is assembling his army together to receive the word, whether it's around Sinai, whether it's in the upper room, the people, his people, his people are assembling. And now we see in this Torah portion, all the tribes of Israel put into formation around the tabernacle what it is, it's the assembling of the army of God. It's exactly what's happening in spirit. We see just before Pentecost, the people assemble. We see just before Shavuot, the people assembling. And now in this Torah portion, we have God placing everybody around him in the center, placing them in exactly where they need to be to march, to receive the orders, to follow the spirit, to follow the direction of God, they're being placed. And that's what we see in this Torah portion. We actually see three very important things happening in this Torah portion. The people are assembled together, right? We see the people assembled. We see the people called out by name. God names the people. See, this is very important because this is a transition time from the impersonal God that spoke from heaven and scared the people to the personal God who knows you by name. The people are assembled, the people are named and counted. A, a, a census is taken. Those are the three major things that happen in this Torah portion. The people are four, they go into formation, um, they're named and, and they're, a census is taken. So if I can just turn this into an alliteration, because alliteration is the friend of the, of the, of the pastor, <laughs> of the speaker, of the preacher. Uh, so if I can alliterate a little bit, the people are configured, called, and counted. Configured, called, and counted. Come on, do I get a little applause for that alliteration? Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Time to go. No, I'm back. So they, the people are configured, they're called, and they're counted. So let's go into this a little bit. Let's go into the configuration of God, this pre-Pentecost setup of the people of God. As I said, this is what's happening right now. God is calling his army 
together. It was at Brown Mount Sinai. It was in the upper room. And we have been in quarantine for a couple of months. But what is, this is happening as churches are allowed to reassemble. It's happening right at this time. Do you see the connection? As the governor, as the president are saying, churches, it's time to open. Synagogues, it's time to open. This is the time that God is calling his people to assemble. He is assembling his people. He is assembling his army. It's not just a, a, a congregation coming together. It is an army. When you see the people formed around the tabernacle with that fire in the center, which is God, that's just not a group of people. That is the army of the Lord of hosts. He is calling his soldiers into formation. And that is what is happening today. Training time is over. It is time for us. Training time is over. It is time for us to receive the assignment. It is time for deployment of the army of God. Are you ready to be deployed? Are you ready to bring light, to bring salt to this world? The, the, the day of once a week religion is dead. The day of once a week church or synagogue is dead. The time for the people to arise and manifest the glory of God outside of the walls of a congregation are with us today. Are you ready to accept your assignment? Are you ready to hear the rhythm of heaven, which is saying it is time for deployment? It is time for deployment. It's time to receive your assignment, soldier. If you listen in spirit, you're going to hear the drum beats. If you listen in spirit, you'll hear. Na, 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 na. And 10 million angels going. Na, 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 na. And then the Lord of hosts going. Na, 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 na. And 10 million angels going. Na, 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 na. Do you know what I'm saying? God is calling his soldiers, his army into assignment. It's time. It's time. It's time, sons and daughters, sons and daughters. It is time to arise. It is time to be light. It is time to be salt. It is time to help the needy. It is time to prophesy. It is time to bring healing. This is time for his people to be activated. Quarantine is coming to an end. Lockdown is coming to an end. Basic training is over. It's time to arise. It is time to affect this world. It is time to go and bring hope and joy and light and love to this world, to the needy, to those who require it, to those who are needing it in Yeshua's name. And I tell you prophetically right now that just as the people that were formed in formation around the tabernacle, each one was, was placed perfectly. I speak prophetically over you right now because some of you may have experienced a little bit of a life change even during quarantine. We, we heard um, uh, Lauren from New Hampshire say that she experienced a life change, new, new job, new hours. And some of you may have even lost your job or, or had a life change. I want to speak prophetically over you right now that wherever you are being positioned today is where God wants you to be for his outpouring. I want you to know that wherever you are positioned today, God wants you there. He has positioned you in this time. Now it's time to receive the assignment right where you are. You may have gone through some change. You are right in, during quarantine. 
I want to speak over you an encouragement that you are right where you need to be. God places his army right where they need to be. Every single person that we read, every single tribe that we read in this Torah portion was placed in a specific place intentionally. God, when he places you, it is by intent. It is not by a, a random thing. It is by design. It is by heaven's design. It's time to be deployed. It's time to activate. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready, soldier? <laughs> I was not meant to be a drill sergeant. Your placement is by intent, by design. Th here, do you want proof of this? I'm going to give you proof of this. Do you, do you know, okay, is, okay, Ezekiel 1. Let's, let's fast forward through the prophets to Ezekiel 1. Now, Ezekiel was in Babylon, and he saw a vision from heaven, and we're familiar with the vision. It was an angelic manifestation that he saw, so, which they had faces, and they had wings covering their face, and wings down here, and they were in the form of a man, and there was a wheel within a wheel, right, which kind of moved. It, like As the spirit moved, it says it followed. No delay. No thinking, was that the Lord? No thinking, oh, I got something else to do. No thinking that, oh, I got work to do. Or no thinking that it's not Shabbat, I can't do this. When the spirit moved, this thing, this angelic being, this angelic creature, this angelic formation, this angelic army moved along with the spirit. And it had two wheels on the bottom that went up and down and left and right. Whenever the spirit moved, it just moved. It didn't delay. It just followed the spirit absolutely perfectly. What's the revelation of this? And you've got to hear this. If you look at the different faces that's described by Ezekiel, it says the face on the right was in the, was, was the face of a lion. On the right was the face of a lion. If you look at the formation of the tribes in our Torah portion, what tribe was on the east, the leader tribe on the east, essentially the right side, right? Facing north. What's what was on the on, on the right on the east? It's the tribe of Judah. What's the, the animal symbol of the tribe of Judah? The lion. And here's Ezekiel see, on, said that on the right side it had a face of a lion. On the left side of this vision from Ezekiel, it had the face of a bull. What tribe is 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 called a bull? And it is in Deuteronomy 33, Ephraim is called a bull. And on the, on the west side of the formation of the people of Israel, what's the head tribe? Ephraim. What am I trying to say here is that the people of Israel were configured exactly as the angels are configured in heaven. Do you see that? Which means that you are configured exactly as Heaven is configured wherever you are right now, whether you're working in some place or you're home or you're a mom or you're changing the world somewhere out there, wherever you are positioned, it matches the angels of heaven. You are positioned perfectly. Configuration, called, counted in this Torah portion, called called or named called it says in the prophet isaiah he wrote and i'll read this says now thus says the lord he who created you O jacob he who formed you O israel do not fear for i have redeemed you i have called you 
by name, you are mine. That is personal. You see, when I see a crowd, if I look at a crowd, or if I was a general or a captain, I would, and so this big formation, I wouldn't know anybody by name. <laughs> I've tried, but I would utterly fail. But God knows you, soldier, by name. He knows you by name. Remember, there's a shift from the impersonal God who spoke from the mountain and scared everybody to the personal God who knows you by name. This is a shift of relationship from the impersonal to the personal. So I want you to be encouraged that God knows you, that God knows you, and he calls you by name. He knows your name. I mean, how many names do I have here in my Zoom meeting? I see, I see Lauren. I see Peter Wiggins. I see Lucille, Mark, Batya, Elena, Stephanie, Donna, Susan, Mark, Judy, and Chris. I see Tammy, Angel, Linda, Judy, Ken, Heather, N Megan, Nate, Evelyn. I see Martha, Elizabeth, Dawn, and even people that, are, that don't even have their, their cameras on. I see Justin, I see Alex, I see Paul. I see Sylvia, I see Curtis, Shalom Curtis. I see Jay and Miriam and Robin and Michelle. He knows us by name and what a revelation that is even when we have our camera off because we're too shy. God knows our name. He knows your name. And I want to give you an encouragement in this army that there is a name above all names. And that means it's a name even greater than our own name that was given to us. And God gives you that name. I don't know any human general that gives you his name or human captain that gives you his name or her name, but God puts his name upon you. Because at the end of this thing, who is the captain? Yeshua. But who is the soldier? It's Yeshua in you. We have a captain who has put himself in his soldiers. So when deployment happens and the assignment begins, it's no longer us that live. But it's him that dwells within us. It is time for the awakening of the sons of God. It's time for the deployment of the sons of God. And we know there's really only one true son of God, Yeshua, Jesus. But why does it say creation awaits the, the, the manifestation, the awakening of the sons, plural of God? It's him. It's the general. It's the captain within you. It is time. He gives you his name, just like a good husband does. Just like a good husband does. I see on, on, on Zoom, I see Lou and Val Long. Now Val has a maiden name, but she put that name away when the husband called her to himself. And now she goes by the name of Long, not by the maiden name that she grew up with. That's the name that mom and dad gave her. But the husband gives a new name, and Val adopted that name. So she's Valerie Long, not Valerie, what she was.
And that's what our husband in heaven does. He gives you his name. So I can name all the names here, but there's a name above all names. And it's him within you that is called and named at this time to arise. Configured, called, and counted. You know, everybody in this army counts, has meaning. We all have different roles. We all have different placements. But in this Torah portion, we have a census being taken where everybody is actually counted. Everybody is counted. I mean, you don't even need to be a scholar to see what the, what the revelation of that is. What's the revelation of the census? What is the meaning of the census? What is, what is the sense of the census? What is the sense of the census? Why did God count the people? It's a no duh. It's kindergarten stuff, boys and girls. It's because you count to him. Why is a census taken just before Pentecost? Why is a census taken just before Shavuot? Because when he outpours and gives assignment from heaven, you count. You, you are necessary. Your assignment is necessary. Your mission is necessary. And you count. That is the, the meaning. That is the sense of the census. You count to God. And I want you to know that. And I want these words to come out. And I pray that they do as an encouragement from heaven. That you count. Whatever your assignment is, you count. You count whether you're called to save the world or you're called to save your marriage or your family. You count. You count whether you're an executive or CEO in charge of thousands or you're a mom in charge of one. You count. You count whether your ministry is to a nation or your ministry is to a halfway house that you live in. You count. You count. You count whether you, whether you live in a mansion or whether you live in a nursing home. You count. You count. Father, may these words come across as from heaven, not from a human. I pray, Adonai, that you minister through these words, Adonai, and let people know that they matter to you, that they, they, that they count to you, that they're important to you, that they're assignments, that they're person, that they are named, that they are important to you, Lord God. I pray that this comes forth from heaven in Yeshua's name. You count, whether you're making an awesome income or whether you're unemployed, you count. You count whether your marriage is awesome or your marriage is a struggle or even if you just came out of a failed marriage, you count. You count. You count whether you're young and you're just starting out in life or you're aged and they say you're in your waning years, you count. You count whether you're considered a genius or whether you have, if you're told that you have a learning disability, you count. Can I go on? Can I go on? You count, you count whether you're victorious over an addiction or you count whether you're still, be, you're still pulled into it. You count, Justin, if you're there. You count whether you're a homeowner or whether you're homeless, you count. You count, you count whether the world celebrates you or whether the world ignores you. 
you count to God. This is the meaning of the census. This is the meaning. This is the sense of the census. You count. We are configured, we are called, and we are counted. Do you hear it? Do you hear it from heaven? Are you repeating? I don't hear you. Well, that's because you're muted. I wish I, I, wish I had a, a good song. I don't know any of these things. In the spirit, a bugle is sounding. A shofar is sounding. In the beginning, in the, in the, in the, in the spirit, in the spirit, the captain of the Lord of hosts is going. Ten hut! Calling us to attention, calling us into formation. You don't know where you are in life. You may feel, I tell you today, you are in formation. Praise the name of the Lord. In Yeshua's name, amen.